Welcome to Mind of a Football Coach Podcast. Today we're going to be doing an episode on time and how we can use our time most effectively to be productive in our jobs, with our families, uh, and whatever other hobbies or, or things that you think of when you think about time. When I think about time, uh, the first thing that comes to mind is how obsessed our culture, uh, Western culture, is with time. Uh, you know, having gone out of the uh, out of the country a couple times uh, to like Central America, um, you know, people they aren't as obsessed with time. Uh, you know, our our society, you know, you got to be there at seven o'clock, six o'clock. It's time, 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 time. Um, you know, be there at a certain time, do this for a certain time. Uh, we're, I'm a school teacher, right? So time is a big part of, of my day. Uh, our periods here at Nitro are give or take. Well, they're 50, 50 minutes long. We have six minutes between classes. Students have to be in class by six minutes. So, um, you know, we, we in Western society, uh, especially in, in my profession, in a lot, in the profession of most people who are listening, we are uh, just obsessed with with time, with being on time. Uh, is a student late? Is a student, um, you know, not turning turning in an assignment on time? Uh, things of that nature, and I think it's important that sometimes uh, we reflect on things that seem uh, apparent, right? Like time is something that we always are talking about, thinking about. But how, how often have we, re- we reflected on time and how we use our time and what are we doing with our time? Because we all get 24 hours in a day. We all get seven days a week. And how are we being productive with the time uh, that is given to us? And one of the cool things about the time we live in, <laughs> the time, uh, we're going to say the word time in this podcast uh, a lot, is that um, it's easier to be productive, especially with, with work, you know, back in uh, I don't know, the 1700s and people were pen and paper everything, had to copy things down. Um, or even before, like, the printing press, right? You had to, it was, like, by verbal. And people, I guess people had a lot better, like, verbal memory uh, back then because now uh, I could have a hard time memorizing anything. But, you know, we now have computers, right, which is actually I did my podcast notes on uh, Google Sheet today, which is really cool. Um, and... Uh, with no paper today, sorry guys, um, but um, you know we can be far more productive uh, as far as making copies, as far as sharing documents, um, even with co- the, the invention of cars, right, and planes and, and all that kind of stuff, that we can get places faster and do things uh, quicker. So like when I work um, my weekend job, I have a phone that you take pictures of, um, of the pop, right um that i put on the shelf and then <clears throat> it sends um all that information to like a central server and they can see where i was what kind of work i did that kind of stuff uh less paperwork right so you're saving time and that's what we're all about generally uh in our society is saving time trying to do things faster 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 um you know and that lends itself also to people wanting things that are new 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 right because newer means faster means better but I would, I would argue, not necessarily. Um, you know, I, I think uh, things are are good when the when the news worn off them a little bit. 
Uh, obviously, technology, that's not really the case. I mean, I got have a computer that's six years old. The thing doesn't even work because that's how fast that world goes. Um, but when you're talking about, like, time-tested base notes, things that are uh, that are good over a long course of time, uh, different processes that people use, um, especially, like, in football, right? Uh, just it takes what it takes. The time takes what the time takes. I still write scout cards in pen. Uh, I still write a lot of notes in pen and paper uh, as far as, like, scouting reports, things of that nature. Uh, manila folders are the best. I think those are awesome. I write a lot of notes down on those. Uh, and that takes a little more time than maybe using, like, a huddle, uh, like, practice sheet, right, or a huddle, like, scout card. But I just think that's the way I like to do it. And I think what you what you write, you remember better. And that's just what I believe in. And I think that's something that maybe takes more time, right? Maybe that's not as productive. But I think we all have things like that. There's things that it just takes the time it takes. Um, you know, building a football program, building a relationship with a spouse or a child or a friend. Those things take time. And we're in such a microwave society that yes, fast is good, right? And a, a lot of the te- technological advances are great, but you know when everybody has a car, right? Technology, then there's traffic, right? You get stuck, and actually becomes uh, easier to walk places or take a bike than it does to drive a car in, in some places in in, in the world um, because there's too much technology. So I think there's a, a really really fine balance. I mean, and I, and I don't know what that is for you, and sometimes for me it's hard to it's hard to balance that that as well um so you know i say all that kind of as an intro to kind of to get into what we really, really want to talk about today and that's um that production really is the key when it comes to time uh what is being done what's the quality of work that's being done um because yes you can do things fast but you can do them poorly if you do them too fast um you know and that's something that i think we that's a we all struggle with to find balance we're trying to find out, okay, how fast should I do something? How how, um, how long should I be doing something? And I'll tie this more specifically into football uh, here here in a minute um, because, I, you know, that's what most of my listeners are. They're football coaches, and I appreciate all the listeners out there listening to the podcast. Um, it's really fun to do. I love having people on. Uh, shameless plug, if you want to be on the podcast, uh, send me a direct message on Twitter, uh, mind of a football coach on Twitter, and then uh, you can send it to my email, mind of a football coach at gmail.com. And I'd love to do a phone interview if you're in the area. We can do a in person interview. Uh, that would be that would be awesome. I got a microphone now. Hopefully the, the podcast sounds better. Uh, I think it I think it does. And um, yeah, this is something I'll be doing for a long amount of time. Hopefully, I I really really enjoy this. So without further ado, let's get into kind of what what this means to a football program as far as nuts and bolts. Um, so the first thing I want to talk about is off-season schedule. Um, and I kind of break that down uh, into a couple different different areas. So, like, we have winter workouts, um, which are happening now. So those are Monday, Tuesday, Thursday. Uh, we get out of school around 4 o'clock, so they get down in the weight room. They lift to about 5.15. Um, and it's core lifts, right? It's um, and then some auxiliary lists, and I can share this information with anybody that wants it. Um, I no secrets. I stole a progression chart from Alabama 
Uh, now, we don't use percentages. Uh, we just use reps. I think reps tell you what percentage you're using. We want everything to be heavy uh, for it to be hard on the last uh, the last rep, specific, specifically of the, of the last set. It should be really heavy. Um, so it's three days a week uh, to give kids time to do. like So Wednesday and Friday they can go do their homework. Uh, Nitro is a high academic school, so they need time to do that. Um, and it also gives the coaches time to do a family, get stuff done. You know, we're, we're redoing our bathroom now. Um, so it gives, you know, people time to get things done they need to get done in the off season. So winter workouts, they obviously go into the spring. That's from, like, the end of football season, whenever that is. Like, for us, that's November through, um, you know, about, i say March. And then in April, um, we get into, like, spring mode, right? So spring is when we're outside running agility uh, use our flex days, do some football stuff, and that's really um, that's that's quality um, for us. You're starting to get more cardio in the in the spring, and you know we're done by five fifteen, five thirty. Uh, we don't start school to eight o'clock, so you know I'm trying to uh, get the work in that needs to be done, but then at the same time uh, have family time, let kids be kids let coaches do stuff they need to do in the off season because i you know I, i've heard of staffs i've never been on the staff but i've heard of staffs that the off season they're still there for forever and you know, i don't i don't want to do that this is high school football i don't want to burn people out um and you got to manage your time effectively and people will say oh you only work out for like an hour you know you know i have some people go to whatever you know i, I want to be good at very few things um because football uh, is a simple game made complicated by coaches so I don't need a ton of time I just need a ton of reps which means that we go fast in the weight room like we go on the practice field you know we want to, to maximize maximize reps and I think you know the way I think about football or or time or practice right is I don't I'm not into how long are you doing it I'm just into how many reps you get doing it so you know, I know guys that go work out for three hours, but they take 10 minutes between each each rep, right, it seems like. And then they'll say, oh, I worked out for three hours. Well, that's great. Well, how much time under tension did you get? Which means, like, how much time were you under the bar? I guarantee you that we were getting more than you if we're only working out an hour before going at a very, very uh, high pace. So then we go into, like, preseason schedule, right, uh, which is, like, summer uh, for us, I, I consider summer to be like preseason. Um, you know, we're lifting, running, using three-week period, uh, very fast, temp, up-tempo practice, um, really organized. I have a practice schedule, uh, obviously, like every good coach. I'll, I, I will share that as well. It's just a Google Sheet. Um, and then we get in like actual preseason. Now, that is where I feel like you have to spend more time. So, like, we'll go – we don't do two-a-days. I know that's a that's a hot topic for um, uh, for coaches. Um, I just don't believe in them. In college, when I was playing, we only had a couple, and that was when they started limiting the number of two days uh, that a team could use. So I feel like we get more if we get in at like say we get in at four and we don't leave till seven. So we're going to lift. We're getting um, a, like a pre-practice kind of walkthrough and then a practice. Uh, and then some days we'll watch film, then we'll go practice. I never want to practice more than like two, two and a half hours. I feel like once you get past that, you lose 
players and coaches because uh, I want it to be fast. I want it to be up-tempo. Uh, I want maximized reps. I could have called this podcast Reps um, because, again, it's not how long are you doing something. It's how many reps are you getting at doing what you need to do to be successful. And whatever that is uh, for, the, for the listeners, that business, is that football, is that classroom, um, how many reps are you getting? Because that's when you build those neural pathways and uh, it, you start doing things without thinking. Now, the amount of reps it takes, who knows? It depends on you know, what's the natural ability, uh, what, what have you done in the past that's similar to that skill. But we want reps, and reps to me is far more important uh, uh, than time. So then we get into the actual season schedule. I've talked about this before on, our, on the podcast. Monday and Thursday are the same. Uh, kind of walk, film, lift, walk through. Uh, not really walk through, like a, like, a, like a tempo practice, right? Like a whiz tempo. Like we're not tackling anybody, obviously. Um, generally, we're just in shells. But we'll go through through plays and a little bit of individual before that. And then Tuesday and Wednesday are days we get after it. Um, and then uh, we're generally out by 6.30. Now we start pra- we, we get start practice around 4.15, get done by 6.30. The faster we go during the season, um, as far as tempo and there's not as many busts, right, uh, we get out sooner. Um, you know, because our, our players are student student athletes, um, and we have to get them give them time to do homework um, and be with their family because uh, that is important. And uh, you know, I, the, m- the longer I do this, the more I realize that yes, it takes what it takes, and there's going to be a natural amount of time away from from family, from friends. Uh, but let's not do let's not uh, be be the coach who just sits in the office and to say I'm sitting in the office. Um, oh, I'm working. No, well, <laughs> you're socializing. You know, when we meet on on Sundays during the season, it's here's what we're going to do. Here's here's how we're going to do it. Uh, I get input from our coaches, and then we're in, out, and gone in two hours or under. I never understood why people meet all day. Uh, I work on Saturday, football on Saturday. I watch film, break it down, uh, and then Sunday I do the same before I come to the meeting, so I'm prepared. And then we boom, boom, boom. See you later. Um, because as a coaching staff, we have talked all year through text and in, 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 uh, in-person conversations, right, uh, about how we want to do things, what we want to do. So why do you need to be there for 10 hours on Sunday? We don't. Um, it's just not something we do. I never understood that. Um, you know, I, I'm, I'm not here to socialize. Now, we are obviously as a coaching staff. We're friends. We, um, we're peers. But, you know, I'm – Coaches coach, uh, and coaches, you know, we don't need to sit here and socialize, talk about all the world's problems. We just need to focus on our team and then understand what, what, what it's going to take to be successful, what it's going to take to win, uh, and put our guys in the best position possible. And then we need to, you know, go home, be with our family, uh, help around the house, those kinds of things. My favorite chore is dishes. I love dishes. Usually put on a, uh, some music, and then when I get the dishes cleaned, but, you know, same thing at practice, too. You know, some people practice forever because people just want to sit and chit-chat. That's, nope, we're going to – if you're out of practice, you're, you're there to coach, not there to socialize. So uh, those are things that are made clear uh, from my end as a head coach. And I think it's something that I, I learned from coaches who are way smarter than me that I picked up 
over the years. Um, you know, and it really just all comes down to time management. How do you use your time? Uh, you know, these are just some examples of what we do uh, here at Nitro, what I've done in the past. Um, you know, and how are we using it? Are we using it effectively? Uh, I don't want to waste time. Nobody has extra time to, to use, um, you know, especially guys that have families. Uh, you have to <clears throat> be very cognizant, cognizant of that uh, as, a, as a dad with two little girls. Um, you know, I want to make sure I see them. <clears throat> excuse me as much as I can and um, yeah I just I think that you know time is something that is that is precious and I just hope that we we all continue to look to find ways to manage our time effectively uh, so that we can be great coaches great teachers great husbands uh, great fathers and still be uh, very very good at our job without sacrificing the the family aspect of it. Thank you for listening.